Hey, Todd. Um, thanks for coming on to this day in metal podcast today. Um, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm uh, ready for the tour that comes up with Judas Priest. And uh, the new record comes out in two days. So October 7th. So that's kind of exciting. And um, yeah, man, just been running around like a chicken with my head cut off. <laughs> so how long is the tour for? Like, um, how long? Is, how many it's, uh, it's, it's a six week tour. I think the last show, the first show, I think, is uh, the 13th of October. And the last show, I believe, is November 29th. So I get back okay. around December 1st, something like that. So is that U- U.S. Uh, tour dates or is it all over? Um, yeah, it's, over it's, it's U.S. Yeah, the last the last run we did with them was North America, which included some Canadian dates. Yeah, I did, I've seen you guys in Hamilton. I, I'm just going to say that that concert was amazing. You guys sounded awesome. I just thank you. Yeah, to let you know that. Yeah, it's a fun it's a fun package. And, uh, you know, it's an honor to be to be. Uh, out there with with Judas Priest and uh you know I mean I think a total of three months together is pretty special special yeah. thing enjoy it while you can eh? <laughs> yes it yeah so last year you did um a solo album Rejoice the Suffering what was your favorite track off that oh man um I don't know that I have a favorite track I have some standouts that I really like I mean I like all the songs but you know, Crossroads to Insanity is is kind of a favored one for me. Um, you know, I like uh, I like them all. I like them all. I like Hellbound and Down. I like um, Darkened Majesty. I love I like that song. All. I was I play that on the car radio all the time. It's like, damn, that's good. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I uh, I like them all for different reasons. You know, there's some thrash faster stuff and then you've got some slower kind of deeper darker things that are that are on there but uh it's a it, i think it's a pretty solid record from front to back so did you record all the instruments or was it did you have guests on there or how'd that go about so my friend craig blackwell and i uh did the whole record we wrote wrote all the songs together and uh I did the drums and the vocals and Craig played the bass and all the guitars. And then we had nice. a friend named Al Nunn come in and do some uh, some kind of keyboard atmospheric stuff on a couple songs on the bonus track one by one. He's more into like the death kind of uh, doom metal right. stuff. Um, so he contributed to that. And then uh, our good friend Jordan Ziff came in and did a did a, a guest solo slot on the, the title track. So Craig and him kind of do a back and forth thing on that on that song. Nice. Other than that, it was just the two of us and then and then uh I hired Zeus to to do mix it and master it. But it was so and, he, and you know and he did the new Queensway album too, is that correct? Yeah he did he did the new the new Queensryche record and he did the last two records with the band. So nice. this is his third record uh, with the band, yeah. So do you um, plan on doing another solo album in the future? Um, yeah, so any... Craig and I are starting to write new riffs now, and uh, you know I want to get a second a proper second follow up album to that one 
written and, and start recording that. But uh, yeah, definitely doing a follow up and um, we're in the beginning stages of writing that now. Awesome, because I really like that album. I'm like, damn, you got to do another one. That's really yeah, awesome. thanks. Appreciate no it. No worries. So um, tomorrow's the anniversary of Eddie Van Halen's death. Um, were you a Van Halen fan growing up? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, <clears throat> you know, ever since I was a kid, you know, I, we had a neighbor that was, you know, a few years older than me. And uh, he used to he used to crank that, you know, the vinyl. And I'd hear it coming out of his house, you know, and, <laughs> you know, I kind of when you're, you know, when you're 10, 11, 12 and they're 16, 17, you know, you kind of look up to them like the cool, the cool guys. And, uh, exactly. you know, I would hear running with the devil and just all that classic Van Halen stuff. But, yeah, I mean, every I mean, who doesn't like Van Halen, really? You know, he was exactly. a lot of the younger generation doesn't know what we're talking about, but we sure yeah, love it. So. I mean, I remember seeing them on the uh, on the Monsters of Rock tour in what is that '88, I think. Which which city did you go to? Because I seen them in Buffalo and that. Tampa, Tampa, Florida. Tampa? Yeah, that was uh, you know Kingdom Come, Dawkin, uh, Metallica. Metallica. Yeah, that whole thing. So I got to see them. That was with Sammy Hagar, which I I I'm kind of I kind of think I like the Sammy Hagar stuff overall. Maybe a little bit more. Um, yeah, that's a tough. I mean, I, I, it's tough to to pick. I mean, they're both amazing in their own era. Um, exactly. But yeah, I got to see him one time. I only saw him once, but that was, you know, I mean, seeing Eddie Van Halen live was just. Oh yeah, it's it's amazing. Oh yeah. So I think I seen a picture there a while back. You had a picture with uh, Sammy Hager and Michael Anthony yeah. and you. Yeah. Yeah, we did a show together. Um, and, uh, we played two shows together and I never met Sammy Hagar. I've met Michael Anthony before. Um, so that was, that was a real treat. You know, I went into his dressing room and we, we talked for about, I don't know, 15 minutes or so. He was so cool. And, uh, he was playing, he was warming up playing guitar when I walked in as you brought me in and, you know, he's just riffing away and warming up and and uh i got to meet him and he was so generous and nice with his time and we talked about a few different things and uh yeah that was a real treat his guitar tech you know i was like dude can i see that guitar and (laughs) yeah i put it on and took a picture and it was really cool it was a was a, a a nice treat so you never seen you never got to meet eddie van halen that I've never no, I never met never either of the brothers, um, just Michael Anthony and, and Sammy Hagar. Yeah, hopefully they do that um some kind of one off concert or something to tribute for him. Uh that would be nice. I mean I saw recently in the press that uh uh Wolfgang said that uh he didn't see that being likely happened. or something to that effect. Yeah. Uh you know, who knows? But I mean, if he played guitar on it, you know, everyone would embrace that. He's a killer guitar player, and and uh, you know, he's got the the classic guitars from his dad, and to right. see that played in his in his honor would be really cool for the fans. But you know, when you've got inner workings and whatever kind of maybe personal conflicts or business things, I don't know. I'm, I I don't have any knowledge of that stuff, but uh, yeah, I guess time will tell. 
So you've been in the band 10 years now? Yeah. 10 years? What's that? Time flies, eh? You know, it's on the one hand, it seems like yesterday. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, it totally feels like a decade because I've been just working. Well, we have been working so hard rebuilding the brand. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been great. You know, it's opened a lot of doors that I don't know might not have been opened. You know, when I was in Crimson Glory, I got a little bit of notoriety, particularly yeah. in Europe. But, you know, that's kind of more of a cult followed band and not they don't have quite the mainstream exposure that Queensryche had or has. Um, right. So, you know, it's opened a lot of great opportunities for the band and for me. Uh, since I joined the band, we've got got to do some really great things that um, I think the band kind of deserved. You know, playing mm-hmm. Bakken, the band never played Bakken. I remember we played it the first time, and mm-hmm. I was surprised that they had never played that before. But anyway, mm-hmm. getting back out, you know, touring with Scor- the Scorpions, getting some nice tours with them, and and now a second leg of a Judas Priest tour. You know, I think it it we've proven ourselves to show that the band is still doing really well and relevant, creating new music and and still honoring the legacy. And uh, yeah, 10 years already. I can't believe it. I know. It's well, not. You have an amazing voice. So, I mean, that, that helps Thank too. You. So. No problem. You know, I, I try, I try my best, you know, I, I do the best job that I can. <laughs> that sounds like some lyrics I heard before doing the best. Yeah. I yeah. Can. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the new album comes out this Friday, right? Um, can you tell me, do you have a favorite track off that album, or is it just all of them you really enjoy? You know, or? I, For, Forest is, is one of my favorites. It's you know, it's not a metal song; it's a ballad, and I just love that. That's one of my all-time favorites on the record. Um, you know, I mean, we we covered uh, "Rebel Yell" from Billy Idol. Oh, really? People. Yeah, it's it's a killer version. Wait till you hear it. I'm gonna I'm gonna now now I want to go out there and buy the album or, or listen to it on. I'm excited for on people Friday. to hear. Yeah, I'm excited for people to hear that song. I mean, we brought in uh, our buddy John Zoner, who was in Sabotage, right. and uh, he was in Crimson Glory also, and he played all the keys on it, and kind nice. of we we made that more of a featured instrument with the volume. And uh, I sang it very close to how he sings it originally. Um, we I didn't try to make it weird or I just wanted to kind of do it like I know the song to be. Right. The guitars are more Queensryche style, you know, some some different. You'll hear that. You'll definitely hear like kind of that Queensryche sound on the guitars. But, uh, you know, we kept it fairly true to the original. Um same tuning you know we didn't try to make it heavier or that we really wanted to to pay homage to the original version with just a little a little tweak here and there um behind the walls seems to be getting really great feedback um now did you you play you never did you play any of the new songs when you went to hamilton um at all did you or no 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 we didn't do anything new yet we'll uh We'll probably play, you know, one or two on the Judas Priest tour. Okay. And uh, and then when we do a proper headline ground tour next March, April, I think it's about a six-week tour we already have planned. Hopefully you come uh, to Toronto. <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know if there's any Canadian dates yet, but we're going to be supporting the new record 
pretty heavily. I would nice. I would imagine four or five songs from the record. Nice. I think we're gonna we're gonna focus a lot on the last four records, and then you know you'll definitely have those handful of staple classic songs. Maybe maybe we'll throw in a a rare deep cut that we haven't played either in a very long time or that we've ever played since I've been in the band. So so we'll definitely the, the, be vamping the set. Would the band put the the Rebel Yell song in there, or do you think you just leave? You know, we're not opposed to it. I said to the guys. I think it might be a good idea. To, I said, wouldn't it be cool to close with like a fun party song that everybody right. knows and just kind of maybe end the set with Rebel Yell? That might be kind of fun. So nothing is off the table. Awesome. That'd be, that'd be wicked if you did that. Yeah. So is there a theme to this album? Um, no. No, no, there's not really a theme per se. I mean, um, each song is its its own kind of subject matter. It's not based off of a storyline or anything conceptual in that regard. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's not a concept record. Maybe the next one will be. Okay, um, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so besides playing music, do you have any hobbies or anything? Are you a sports fan or... I'm not a I'm not a sports fan really. I don't I don't follow professional sports. The other, everybody else in the band, Stony doesn't doesn't either really. But you know uh, the other guys are big into football. Right. And uh, so yeah, I know that when the tour starts, the TVs are going to have football on constantly. Nice. And uh, but yeah, they're they're big you know big sports fans. Um, I'm as far as hobbies go, I mean really just doing stuff around my house. You know, I I'm always fixing something or fixing something up. I'm in the process of having the backyard completely redone and so nice. I'm you know, I like doing things with my hands, building things, that kind of stuff. So you know, pretty much just in my instruments, you know, I'm a I, I like to collect guitars and And you uh, you started out as a drummer then and and then yeah, actually, I mean, this is my your your listeners for your podcast won't be able to see what I'm showing you, but that studio is kind of a mess right now. But there's my kid. I started setting nice. up again, and you know, I've got guitars here. I got guitars in cases. I've got wow. you know, this is kind of my uh, my workstation area here, and then I just got a new frame in right here that I'm working. I'm going to, because we're not selling gold records where they're getting sent from the label, but I've got uh, a bunch of new vinyls here. Oh, this nice. The double, the double vinyl in the blue and white. So I'm actually going to frame that today and nice. find, a, find a nice spot up there for the Queensryche records that I've done. There's my solo record. And I got some cool memorabilia. There's the Scorpions thing when we toured with them. They all signed. and But pretty much just, you know instruments you know i'm really into instruments and uh mm -hmm. doing shit around my house man i'm not you know i'm not uh going to sports games i'm not i don't go out to clubs and you know i i rarely go to concerts because that's what we do for a living so usually <laughs> my peers, you know i just like to be home i like to be home you know i'm away from home a lot mm -hmm. I just want to be home with my wife and our dog and see my mom and my sister and some friends and keep take it, it easy. Key. Yeah. Just take it easy. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So I think that's pretty much it for the, okay. for the interview. Well, um, I, 
I appreciate the support. I hope your listeners enjoyed the little chat. And uh, we got a new video coming out also Friday. Which which one is that for? Do you know? Or? Well, when's the podcast going live? I'll probably put it on sometime today or tomorrow. So. Uh, we'll keep it a surprise. How's that? Oh, okay. That we'll sounds good. We'll keep it good. a surprise if people hear that before the record comes out. But uh, So everybody go listen in on Friday. They have a new video. Yep. We actually shot... Uh, we shot seven videos so far for this record, which is a wow. lot. Most most bands no. will do maybe two two like proper videos and then like a lyric video. That yeah, but a lot of them do out. the lyrics now. I'm I'm not really a big fan of the lyric videos. I like the old '80s, you know, um, when they yeah, had like some... real videos, you know. Right, the the real so, ones. So yeah, so we you know we've got the record will be considered last year's record in a few months right so mm-hmm. in order to continue that and and let it run for a while we've got videos that are going to carry us into next year um you know we may shoot another one or two but i you know we all agreed like hey if if we can let's just keep shooting videos and and let let's... people enjoy that and uh you know otherwise you do two videos and the record comes out and then it's kind of kind of dead after that first yeah it fades away like uh, yeah you know exactly what you're saying so this way you're gonna be able to keep it into the new year and and exactly that's awesome that that's the way it should be done a lot of the bands people you know people kind of uh if you if you approach it from that singles mentality like releasing Mm. singles you know you get more um not that i you know, I'm not a big fan of streaming, but that's just the reality today, right? So so you have to embrace mm-hmm. it and learn to adapt. So if you've got a video, if you look at an album that's released and you've got static of the album cover with whatever songs, and then mm-hmm. you have the song with the video, the numbers are exponentially more, right? So right. if we can support many songs with videos, that just translates into more streams, more exposure, more exactly. shares, people become aware of it more. But so spread it out of, some. Don't don't like have one video, and then like two weeks later you you're doing another video, and people like haven't even really registered with the first. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, we've well, been releasing it, it about four to six weeks apart. You know, by the time the bulk of them have seen that and watched it a few times, and then it you know kind of slows down. Boom, you hit them with another one, and uh, we've got a really great guy. His name is Thomas Crane. Mm-hmm. His company is called Kill Devil Films. He's uh, very affordable. He's very creative. Um, he, you know, he's he's done a great job um, translating the concepts into visual things, you know. And uh, I think the songs that we've released videos for, you know, In Extremist was just kind of your basic, straightforward performance video. Right. It was cool. But then we came out with Forest, which is very, you know, the whole concept of the song is translated through the video. It really connected so much more. Mm-hmm. You might not know exactly what it's about until you watch the video. And then right. Behind the Walls was a great video with Pyro and a different set being built and really great visuals for that. So, um, yeah, we've, we're excited. Hopefully people like the record. You know, we're already mm-hmm. talking about writing ideas for the next one right now to get a jump start so that it's yeah. like four I like bands later. when they do that they have like a catalog and then they have all these unreleased songs so if you know 
10 years from now, people will, I know bands that did it and they, they, they're doing albums from 30 years ago. It's like, you know, and it just sounds from that era, you know what I mean? It, it, it doesn't change. And do it now when you're creative and you have your mind going. and Yeah, because you get that. writer's block. Exactly. And you get writer's block. And then also, you know, you're traveling all the time. So when you come home, it's like sometimes the last thing you want to do is right. sit down and force yourself to write. So if you get it started early and you're in a good creative headspace, so that's kind of what I've been doing is coming up with some really nice guitar things, mm-hmm. you know, more clean, clean atmospheric stuff that I could throw to the guys. You know, maybe it's a song idea or a segue or a link, um, you know, but uh, yeah, we're already, you know, we've been, we've heard these songs a thousand times already. So we're already kind of focused on, on the next thing, you know? Right. Okay. Well, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Um, yeah, my pleasure. I'm definitely looking forward to the album on Friday. I'll be like up Thursday night at midnight, and I'm gonna be like on my iTunes and yeah, cranking them out. So cool. Well, I appreciate the support, and uh, and thanks again to to you and to your listeners. Thank you very much. All have right, a good man, day have a great day. All the best, buddy. Okay, take care. Bye bye.